0: Hello and welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. I'm excited for this episode today because I really want to talk to you about making money. Like literally, I want to give you a tip that I think will help you to make more money in your business. And I promise this is not like some pyramid scheme or some trick or lie. It is just a piece of advice I want to give you that I honestly think will help you to make more money. Pretty much that's the plain and simple truth of it. So let's dive in to the big mistake that I've made that I'm trying to rectify my business that has lost me a lot of money but now makes me more money. Let's talk about it. Okay so I'm sure you're curious but let's dive in. Basically I have a big mistake that I have made in my business. I've been selling for over five years on Teachers Pay Teachers And this would be up there in my like top three (laughs) big, big mistakes that I've made in my business. That, you know, if I had a time machine, I could go back in time. This is one of the things I'd want to fix. The other thing I talk about all the time is investing. Like I wish I'd invested more back in the day. That's one of my big mistakes. But this is probably up there as one of my other really, really big mistakes. And it's to do with money, but not my own money. Other people's money. (laughs) Um, Basically, when I first started my store and for quite a few years after, I used to make small products. Like it wasn't 100% about the price or the money or anything like that. I think I just liked making small products. I would make something that was for my class. I specifically wanted a certain activity. So I would make that for my class and then I would make it on TPT Later on, even when I left the classroom, I was just, you know, I wanted to make that certain type of activity. I I guess I was never one of those people that wanted to make like a big, massive unit or anything like that. And, you know, a big, huge resource. I just made small stuff, partly because I just wanted to, partly because this is my personality. I like to get things finished. I love making a small resource that I could make in a day or a couple of days. I don't really have—I don't know if it's attention span or what—but I I don't like the idea of having to spend like a month making a resource. It's it's scary to me. I think because that's a huge investment in my time. I just—I guess I'm one of those people that likes finishing things and doing things quickly. And small resources have always been my thing. And yeah, one other factor involved was I guess. Smaller resources often lead to smaller price points and I like being affordable. I like having things that I know teachers can afford. You know, teachers aren't paid well. I've had times in my life where I've been broke. You know, being able to buy something on TPT for $2 is awesome and I love that. I give that opportunity to a teacher and I love being affordable. But it started to get a bit out of control. It got to the point where I have way too many small resources and and like I've already said the size of your resource does correlate with your price because if you have a 10 page resource it's very hard to charge $50 for that and you know if you have a big giant bundle or a massive unit or something that's really big you know you can charge more for it because you have more you have more value in there for the teacher more activities and stuff so the size of your resource does sometimes indicate the price and by always making these really small resources I started to have a store full of very low-priced products. Now, the other, obviously, issue that goes on is that sometimes I undervalue myself. You know, I could have a resource that's worth $5, but I've only charged four. I mean, that's a whole other podcast. But I'm specifically just talking about the limits that are on a resource, that there is a limit to how much you can charge when a resource is a certain size. And by constantly making very small resources... I limited my profit margins. If I make something that has 10 or 20 pages, was like a small activity or a set of activities, I was never going to be a millionaire from that. I want to share some numbers with you to sort of demonstrate what I mean. Right now, I'm sitting in front of my product statistics page on Teachers Pay Teachers. And I just want to show you a little bit of a comparison. I have two products I can see. They're above each other because... They are, are being ordered by my earnings and one of them are, is a sentence building set of worksheets that I think it runs at about $3.99, $3.99 yeah Um, and I have made $600 from that resource, more than $600 but we don't need to get into the exact like $658.73, anyway $600 from that resource And at that price point of $3.99, I had to sell that 264 times. I mean, that's, I guess it's a fair amount, 264 different people had to buy it to make me $600, but that doesn't bother me so much. I I think that $3.99 is a good price. Now I want to talk about the product underneath that, which is a set of grammar worksheets. That has also made me $600. But I guess you're probably going to know what I'm saying when I say this. Um, This grammar worksheet set is priced at $1.99. So not $3.99, $1.99. And instead of selling it only like 200 times like the other one, I've had to sell this 561 times in order to make that $600. So just to break that down real quick again... One of them I sold 200 and something times and the other one I had to sell twice as many, 560 times to make the same amount of money. So I had to reach like 250 more teachers to get the same amount of money all because that lower priced one was like literally half the price. Now, I'm not saying that everything in your store has to be $3.99 or whatever. You can have things that are $1.99, but my problem was having too many things at $1.99 and having just so many tiny resources that were super, super cheap. The other comparison I thought I would share with you is to do with bundles, because that one was just two resources. They're standalone resources, they're just one is bigger and more expensive and it you know, got me to $600 a lot quicker. This other comparison I want to share with you is to do with some maths worksheets I have and a bundle that I have. So hear me out on this one. My maths worksheets that are priced at 199 I had to sell 500 of them in order to make $700. Like, that's crazy. Um, but the first grade bundle that's underneath that That also made $700, I only had to sell 80 times, 88 times. I mean, that's crazy. That's like less than a fifth of the amount of times just to make the same amount of money. Um, And the reason I wanted to share that second example with you was because the first ones, yeah, like I said, they were just resources. This one, one was a resource and one was a bundle. And I wanted to highlight the comparison between bundles making money. Because this connects with what I've been talking about. I've been talking about how I have lots of small resources and I want to now, this is a goal of mine, is to start making bigger resources that are higher priced. But when we start talking about high priced resources, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't start talking about bundles because bundles are also higher priced and where the money's at. So both of those things are great. And that's the kind of advice I want to give you. I want you to be making individual resources that are bigger and better and worth more than what I've been doing. And making bundles too. I do have a lot of bundles in my store. I have a fair amount, I guess. I have about 70 bundles in my store. And I didn't make those in the first few years. They are a lot more recent. And that's why my profits have probably been a lot better recently. Because I have 70 of those bundles. Um, But I looked at my store recently and I was looking at the categories. I was looking at, you know, like what prices do I kind of roughly have? What is my average price? You know, what kind of prices do I have? And so I I sorted my resources by categories. And yeah, I was really horrified to see that, you know, out of my over 430 products, quite a small amount of them were actually like over $10. I I think I'll share it with you because you might be interested. I'd say probably like 10 or 15 percent of my store maybe is over $10. It's over that $10 mark. I don't know exactly. I haven't got it in front of me, but it was something like that. And I realized that, you know, really, really large percentages of my store were just crazy cheap stuff And it's actually not the norm I know there's so many other sellers out there that are doing the right thing I'm probably not the norm in this um and yeah like we've talked about the reasons why but that's just kind of the situation I'm in and one of my goals and I really want to share it with you and I hope that you do this too if you're in a similar situation to me is I I really want to focus on quality over quantity and I really want to focus on making bigger better higher priced resources and lots more bundles and things and you know sometimes we think well teachers are underpaid and, and we don't want to charge too much and we don't want to have all these expensive things in our store but you know yes teachers are underpaid but the money they do have they get to choose how they spend it and they, they're happy to spend it on a very overpriced Starbucks coffee or something at Target like we are willing to spend money on things we want or need or like and our resources on TPT have a lot of value so we shouldn't be feeling bad that we are trying to solve a teacher's problem. I guess if you think about it this way, this is another great thing about why you should be having bigger resources and therefore more high-priced resources. If if you're solving a teacher's problem, you're probably going to solve it more with a bigger resource. If a teacher is struggling to teach reading to their first-grade students and, and one seller provides them a couple of activities you know it's like two dollars it's got some reading passages and activities I mean that might solve their problem for a lesson or two they you know they print those out and it helps give some activities to the students but imagine another seller has like a big unit or a big giant bundle you know a product or a bundle that's got like a whole curriculum almost to teach reading and has you know weeks worth of lesson plans and activities now that's solving a problem, like that's solving that teacher's problem big time. And I feel like some teachers would, well, they'll do it. They'll go and they'll buy that big bundle, or that big unit or products because they want the problem solved. Not everyone will, but a lot will. I've actually noticed that a lot of my money comes from bundles and higher priced items. But also a lot of my best sellers are actually bundles and higher priced items, which is so weird to me. It's like, why... Is everyone buying the $10 resource and not the $1 one? You know, it doesn't make sense to me. But I realize that those bigger priced resources are actually solving a problem a lot better than the $1 ones. And I think the other factor that plays a role in all of this pricing discussion is people associate the price with the value. When you have a $1.50 resource, it's, it's not uncommon for a teacher to look at that and think, well, it's probably not that great. It's only a dollar you know, what is that really gonna do for me? And and it's true. I mean, I probably charged one dollar fifty because it is quite a small activity. They associate that price with the value. And when they see something in your store that's ten or twenty or fifty dollars, they're probably thinking, Wow, I want I bet this is really big and detailed. I mean it's twenty dollars and then it probably is, yeah, we've probably priced it pretty accurately. But yeah, that's kind of my thoughts today. That's kind of what I wanted to share with you that If you want to make more money in this business, it's not about selling more. It's about making more. You know, it's not about how many units you sell, how many products you sell. It's about how much money. So any day, any day, I would rather sell um, a more expensive resource less times. You know, if you said to me, I could sell a $1 resource 100 times to make $100 Or I could sell a $50 resource twice. I would want the $50 resource any day because that's just one product for me to maintain instead of like loads and loads of little dollar ones. It's less work for me. Um, It solves that teacher's problem quicker. They've got all that information in one place. Like, you know, I think, yeah, that's kind of what I've been thinking. I think it's better to have bigger priced stuff and sell them less than to have to have all these little cheap things and you've got to sell them so many times to make money. So that's kind of the takeaway I wanted to have with this episode is I want you to analyse your store just like I've been doing. Look at your bestsellers and your product statistics and say, could I be making more money in my business if I not was charging more? I don't want you to go changing all your prices to make them more expensive. That's not what I'm referring to. You know, you should be pricing things fairly. But if I started making bigger better resources that I could justify charging more for or if I started doing more bundles you know that's what I really want you to take away from this because I I don't have anything in front of me but I could tell you now I started making a lot more money in this business when I started making bundles and I started making a lot more money in this business when I started making bigger juicier more pricey products and that's the truth of it I mean don't get me wrong I love having a balance I like having some cheap stuff I think caters to teachers who don't have a lot of money and I'm happy to have all that in my store but I'm starting to learn now that it should be balanced it shouldn't be so many cheap things that have to be sold thousands of times for me to make any money but um yeah those were my thoughts today I want to leave you with an action item. I want you to go away and, and put this into practice. So go and look at your store, but um, start planning your next products with that, with this advice in mind. Making things that are solving a problem for a teacher in a bigger way, making a product that's just a little bit more detailed and in depth and, and something that you can really charge at a slightly higher price point than maybe what you've normally been doing something to think about. I really want you to go and analyze that, think about that and do that from now onwards because that's certainly something I'm thinking about doing. Yeah. If you ever have any questions about pricing, you're not sure what to price something or you know, you are working on some bigger product or bundle and you and you'd love some feedback, don't be shy. Um, You can always message me, but if you want, you know, more people's opinions, which is always great, feel free to share it in the Facebook group, The Terrific Teacherpreneur. Throw a post up in there and say, hey, guys, I want your opinion on this. Like, it's an amazing community and people will rally around you and support you and give you feedback and help you. Sometimes that's the best way for you to make a decision about pricing and about the resources you want to make. So hop on over there and do that. I hope that you have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.